Security is offered through representatives of Lincoln Financial Securities, member SIPC. Lincoln Financial Securities and Higgins and Holleran Financial Group are not affiliated. Ah, good morning. It's always an interesting transition to go from talking about all sorts of things with Kevin and Brian during the 8 o'clock hour to getting in the groove to talk about your life, your money, and being intentional and deliberate in your financial life. But we uh, we do the best we can, and uh, I, I thank you all, as always, for being here with us this morning. Uh, we hope that uh, you kind of set this 9 o'clock hour aside as appointment radio. I realize some people are you know, listening live. Some, some people are listening via the web live. Some people are listening to the podcast. Uh, we appreciate you. We do not take our listeners for granted. We know that you have lots of other things that you could be listening to, doing right now. And the fact that you are tuned in to the point here at nine o'clock on Thursday morning to uh, spend a little time with me, uh, to say that I appreciate it is a gross understatement. So thank you very much. And as I like to say, we will do our best to do a little bit better today than we did last week. My name is Fran Halloran. I'm a registered representative with Lincoln Financial Securities. And our local branch office, Higgins and Halloran Financial Group, is in Lexington, 601 Northwood Road, for, for that matter. Um, we can be reached locally. At 803-850-0054 or toll-free state and nationwide, 888-779-2557. Now, I work with people from all walks of life uh, who are, for the most part, simply too busy to worry about um, their retirement and their investment accounts and their financial life and all that that entails. Uh, my clients are busy people. They, they are. They um, Some are state employees. Some own their own business. Some are retired. Uh, obviously, uh, actually, a, a growing number of them are retired because uh, we, we're finding that a lot of folks who are in retirement, uh, because we talk about making sure you are aware of the fees you're paying, um, we, we, we find that a lot of people are coming our way because we have the ability to really make fees. Um, I don't want to say obsolete, but um, we can certainly sometimes do better for some people than perhaps they're doing right now. So our, our, our population of people who are at retirement age or in retirement because they're maybe 62 or older is ever growing. And we're, we're real proud about that. We, we want to grow our business. Now, we don't want to grow too fast. What we're looking for is three or four new clients every single month to build our business. And uh, we'd love for you to consider us. Um, we do things a little bit differently. We do an intentional analysis of your current financial behavior with everyone, um, we look at current estate plan. We look at um, how you are saving currently. Uh, we look at uh, uh, we talk about budgeting. We talk about saving for emergencies. We, if you have debt, we want you out of debt because debt is a real issue in our country. 
uh, personally, professionally, uh, governmentally. Uh, way too many, many people are okay with debt, and that's not a good thing. And then we talk a lot about retirement, uh, paying off your home, saving for college for kids if need be. Um, and then finally, we get to the point where you're out of debt, you've got a big fat savings account, you're putting money away for retirement, and that's when we turn on the wealth building switch. So it's a, it's a process, and it works. And uh, we are thrilled to be able to do what we do each and every single day. And if you'd like to consider working with us, please, um, you can go to uh, our website, www.higginsandhalloran.com. Click on the retirement and wealth building button, and you'll uh, see my uh, picture on the next page, and my email and my cell number are there. FX Halloran at HigginsandHalloran.com and the number to call is 803-850-0054. We'd love to help you get on the road to uh, financial freedom town, as we like to call it, and uh, be a part of your financial life. Uh, to that end, if you have a question today about your current financial life, your current financial strategies, hey, we'd love to take your call. We don't rely on calls by any stretch of the imagination, but we are happy to stop whatever we are doing in the middle of doing it to answer a call from a listener. So the number for that, let's make sure you have that 799-TALK, 799-8255. That's the Groucho's Deli phone line. And uh, please keep in mind, even if you're a little bit worried about calling, a little bit fearful about calling, we're going to take good care of you. I promise we're not going to jump you. And um, your problem may be a problem that lots of other people are having as well. And if you take the brave step to call and ask a question, you may end up helping more people than you could possibly imagine. So don't be afraid. We'll take good care of you if you should decide to call. Um, to that end, let me let me talk about something that has really been on my mind of late because of a a client situation. I have a, a, a client, um, husband and wife, and to say that they have struggled most of their lives with money would be an understatement. And um, through a lot of hard work and some, some lucky breaks uh, the last few years, they have really begun to put themselves in a better position financially. Um, and I've been thrilled for them. I mean, I, I've been helping these people for probably 10 years. They started off as an insurance client many, 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 many years ago, and then it just kind of morphed into, you know, how, how can we do better with our money? And as I said, um, a lot of hard work on their part and, of course, some lucky breaks. Luck, luck plays into the situation for all of us. Uh, they are really doing much better than they've ever done. And they got a little comfortable with what they were doing and um, fell into the trap of maybe spending just a little too much and getting too close to the edge. And now something's happened that is um, really about to pummel them. We'll come back to this in just a minute. I believe. Well, let's take a call. If, if Again, we always stop for calls. So we got about a minute, uh, caller. So what say you? Thank you for calling, first of all. What can we help you with this morning? Uh, yeah, I am uh, 62 years old. My wife is also 62 years old, and we're both still working. 
but we're looking at um, whether one of us should take our Social Security early or both of us wait until a later age, like 67, where we get the maximum amount. How should I look at making that decision? Oh, that is a great, great question. Did you say your name was Ken? Yes, that's correct. Ken, that is a great question. And what I'd really like to do, because we only have about 30 seconds, would you be okay with me answering this for you on the other side of this break? Uh, that'd be absolutely fine. Yeah, you can hold through the break if you'd like, or you can hang up and listen, but this is a great question, and thank you so much for calling on it. We'll be back in just a minute to answer Ken's question. Columbia's local talk radio experience, The Point. Now at 100.7 FM and 1470 AM. All right, we're going to get right back to our caller, Ken. Thank you for holding during the break, Ken. So just to recap for people who may not have been listening during the first break, Ken, you and your wife are both 62. Both of you are still working. And your question is, when should you uh, really start taking Social Security? Is that correct? That is correct, yes. So first of all, um, you do know that there is an earnings restriction if you take Social Security early. If you, I do know that, yes. Yes. So if if one of you was to take, were to take Social Security early, then uh, in 2019, that person could only earn $17,040. Um, and, and then any, any monies over that that were earned, you end up paying like a, a, a penalty, if you will, to Social Security. You're aware of that, okay. and you're working that in. A, you're working that into your equation, yes. I am working that into the equation. We both definitely make more than that. So yeah, right. It right now, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Exactly, it doesn't. So, um, and that that's one of the first things that I always bring up with our clients who are thinking about this. Are you prepared to quit working or or greatly reduce what you're doing uh, because you're only going to be able to make it? Last year it was sixteen nine, and now it's seventeen thousand forty dollars. The other thing I want to consider here is your life expectancy. Do both of you have uh, significantly long life uh, relatives, people who have lived a long time into their eighties, into their nineties? Uh, actually, both of us. Uh, well, it was half and half. Her, her, and my father both died early, but our mothers lasted to their eighties and nineties. Okay. So in, uh, both of us are in pretty good health right now, though. Good, good. So in that in that situation, then, since somebody died early, somebody didn't, it's really a wash. So we can't really right. use that to, to determine whether or not you should take it early. Um, so right. here's where I, I would um, suggest, here's what I would suggest we do. Um, and this will require you and I to talk off air because I don't want to do this part of it over the radio. I have a piece of software that I have access to that if I plug in your parameters, your name, your num- uh, your numbers, if you will, uh, your current salary, things like that, this software will spit out four possible um, outcomes, if you will. And it will tell you this is the way to optimize your Social Security benefit. It will say that this is the way to get the most money from your from both benefits, number one, without fail. And then it gives a second choice, a third choice, and a first, fourth choice. I do this with just about every client uh, 
uh, who is interested in Social Security because it maps it all out for you. You don't have to worry about dying early, wages. You, you don't have to worry about that stuff. Would that be something you'd be interested in talking with me about off air? Absolutely. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Ken. Um, I'm going to let Brian put you on hold for just a minute. And, uh, and, and then I'm going to get your telephone number. Okay. And I will call you this uh, th- today after the show, and we will talk a little bit further about this process. Would that be okay with you? That'd be great. Wonderful, wonderful. So, Ken, thank you so much for the call. And um, I- I'd love to tell you, I'd love to tell all of you um, that it's, it's a really simple decision and that you should just make it and go about your business. But the truth of the matter is it's not anymore because we're living longer. And the truth is, if you make it to 60, chances are you're going to make it to 80. And it's not just enough to say, hey, do your parents live a long time? That's certainly something we want to look at, but that's not enough. So fortunately, technology has given us a lot of really good tools that will give us the wherewithal to make a a sound decision, not based on just, you know, what, what should I put, uh, what should I say here? Our feelings, but uh, fact. We, we don't want to make decisions like these that are emotional. We want to make them based in fact. Uh, we don't want to use anecdotal processes, if you will, to make these decisions. We want to really crunch the numbers. So for all of you who are out there, and, and Ken, thank you so much for that call because I guarantee you, there are other people listening right now who were struggling with the same question. And if you'd like us to do an analysis of your Social Security benefits, it's really easy to do, uh, but we've got to talk with you by phone for a little while off air to do it. You call the office at 850-0054 and uh, press the button for me if you get the, uh, the voice answering machine and leave me a message and I'll call you back when I get off the air. So, Ken, that's a great question. And thank you so much for having the uh, moxie and the courage to call. It's not easy to do, but you helped other people today, and we appreciate that. So I was talking before Ken's call. And by the way, Groucho's Deli phone line is available, 799-TALK, 799-8255. Please, if you have a question about your life and your money and you'd like to discuss it this morning, we'll be more than happy to uh, take your call. Um, I was talking before Ken's call about my clients who have struggled with their their financial lives for a while and they really got a couple of really good breaks a few years ago and the income went up significantly and they did a good job of dumping some debt and they were on the right track and and they had three or four years where things were going swimmingly well and they just got some bad news that they're going to lose some of that income. And um, that is really going to present a problem for them because they have been living, as I call it, without margin. And see, living with margin means we live on less than we make. We live on considerably less than we make so that we never get used to things like bonuses. And that's what a lot of people make a decision to do. They decide they're going to amp up their lifestyle so that they're living on their bonuses. And then when you lose those bonuses, for whatever reason, you're in trouble. Hey, we have another call. Let's take that. Did you say Wendy? 
Wendy is on the line. Thank you, Wendy, for your call. How can we be of service to you this morning? My daughter uh, is turning 18, and she is coming into some money. She's going to school to college, and uh, she plans to pay off her car, but she's going to have about uh, $20,000 left over. What is the best investment she can make? Oh, wow. Okay, so that's a great question. Um, is school going to be paid for, Wendy? Uh, the first two years will be, but we're waiting for later to find out mm. in the okay. last two years. So is she is she going to be a freshman in school college this year? Yes, she will. Okay, so is she going to a school that is affordable and in her wheelhouse, or was she planning to borrow money to pay for school? No borrowing, no. No borrowing. Wonderful. No. Could this $20,000 extra uh, be used to make sure that there's absolutely no way she's going to have any student loan debt, or could it be used for future educational expenses? She was hoping to have at least 10000 after she graduates um, to put down on a house. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to tell her she shouldn't buy a house, but... She shouldn't buy a house, not necessarily right after she finishes school. Um, but let me let me tell you where I'm going with this. Um, okay. We would walk your daughter through the baby steps that we use, right? We would, first of all, talk to her about having a will, getting life insurance, and living on a written budget because we want her to live on a written budget, okay? Uh, there's, there's nothing more important to people being successful with money than living on a written budget. It is, we find in our practice that the people who live on a written budget are much, much, much better with money than those who do not. So once we help her get on a, a written budget, we would want her to dump debt. So I'm glad to hear she's she's going to pay off. She has a car loan? Yes. Okay. Um, so I, 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 she's going to pay off her car. That's wonderful. Does she have any other debt? No. Okay. So at that point in time, with no other debt, we would want a fully funded emergency fund. And that means for a college kid having living expenses or, you know, um, let's call maintenance and upkeep on a vehicle, those kind of things. I'm assuming she's responsible for maintenance and upkeep on her car if she's paying for the car. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Well, we help out. You know, a little bit when she needs it. Yeah. Great. That's wonderful. Way to go, mom. You're creating an independent <laughs> young lady. Who's going to be a, 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 a giver to the world and not a taker. I love it. I love what you've done so far. It's awesome. So here's where we are with it. I would want her to take some of that money, you know, y'all decide, but for a kid in college, $500 a month, maybe to have six to nine months of that income kind of set aside. So maybe three to $5,000 just sitting in savings, right? Okay. Sitting in savings. If any of this money is possibly going to be used for her undergraduate work, she does not want to invest it anywhere. You want to put it in like okay. a money market account because here's the rule of thought. If we have a lump sum of money and we think we might need it in the next one to three years, you don't want to tie it up in an investment. You just don't. You will not be able to recoup sales charges necessarily. 
um, if you do that and you may not be able to, well, and the other thing you have to worry about is some, some people might try to sell her something like an annuity that has contingent deferred sales charges, which means if she needs her money later, they could charge her for it. So we want to be real careful. If she's going to need this money in the next one to three years, a money market account or an online savings account where she can have access to it. If she doesn't think she's going to need it during college for the next three years, then you might look at something like some mutual funds. Um, but I still might be interested in perhaps looking at the difference in cost between an A share and a C share mutual fund. Okay. Now, if you want to talk with me off air about this, I- I'd love to further because I don't want to give too much more information, but you can call me at 803-850-0054, or you can call me on my mobile, 917-7350, after the show. Would that be okay? That would be fine. Thank you, Wendy, for the call. Appreciate it. And you just helped a lot of people by asking that question. Thank you for being brave. We'll be back. Got to take bottom of the hour break. Securities offered through representatives of Lincoln Financial Securities, member SIPC. Lincoln Financial Securities and Higgins and Holleran Financial Group are not affiliated. All right, we're back. Uh, Bottom of the hour break has passed. A couple more segments to go. Uh, Great calls today from Ken and Wendy. We appreciate those calls. And as I said at the end of that break, um, your bravery, your willingness to call, I guarantee it helped somebody else guarantee it it always does because i'll get uh, a call uh, off air one day and said you know i heard somebody calling about social security i heard somebody talk about they came into some money and the important thing to note on wendy's call about when you come into money is this you you gotta be really really mindful of when the money might be used um if that money is going to be used in the next one to three years, whoo, you got to be careful about where you put it, people. You got to be careful. You got to be careful because if you put it in mutual funds and you pay an upfront sales charge on those because you buy like an A share, well, guess what? You, you may pay, um, well, you will pay a sales charge. And if you need that money before, three years, if the market hasn't been especially good during those three years, you might end up with losing some money. You have to, you have to time your, your purchase of mutual funds in the sense that you don't want to be pulling money out that you're going to need in the very near future. So that, that's what I mean when I say timing. Uh, if you're going to need the money in the next one to three years, I probably would just keep it in a money market account. Uh, I, I, I might consider C-share mutual funds because they don't have an upfront sales charge, but I'm not even sure I'd do that. I really think I'd just keep it in a good money market or one of the online savings accounts. We've mentioned those the last couple of weeks. There are more and more uh, online banks that have brick-and-mortar um, uh, buildings that go with them who are offering some really good interest rates on some online savings accounts. And I bet you at that kind of balance, you might qualify for one. So do a little Google search online savings account and uh, see what you find out. We've, we've seen some folks, uh, we've had some folks that have reported 
So do a little research yourself, and you might find that you could find a nice place to put that. But again, if you're going to need it, if she's going to need it for school, do not invest it. Do not invest it. Hold it out. If it were my kid, I would not be investing this money. I wouldn't. If it were my son or daughter in this position, I would say keep the money right there until we know you're out of school, and then we can do some investing work for you. So anyway, I I, want to try to get back to – my story about living without margin, because uh, it's it's a real uh, danger. When life starts going good, when things start going better for you, when you find yourself on the road to financial freedom town, and all of a sudden debt is gone, and you have emergency savings, and you're funding retirement, the the risk we all tend to to get comfortable with is this money is never going to run out. And so at that point in time, it is, it is so important for you to recognize I've got to live with margin because what if part of your compensation is a bonus as it is for my clients that we're talking about right now, part of her comp is a bonus. Um, part of, part of his comp is, is a bonus. Part of her comp, excuse me, is a bonus, right? And she's losing that bonus. And that bonus is probably close to $1,000 a month. And she's losing that. A company bought their company. Uh, A company has decided, that company, I should say, has decided that bonuses are no longer something that they're going to offer. And so she, starting July 1st, I think that's when this all takes place, she is going to lose almost $1,000 of income every month. And here's the problem. They have been living on those bonuses. That's right. They've used it for a new car purchase with a payment. I'm very reluctant to say. I'm very sad to say they did not listen to me there. They went and got another car with a payment. Um, they've, They've not put a bunch of money in savings as they should have done. So what's happening now is they have no savings. They have uh, a car payment, actually two car payments when you get right down to it, because I think they bought a car for their son as well, and that's with a payment. And so now they're $1,000 short a month starting in July, and they still have two car payments and no savings. And this is because they got comfortable, and they went way too far to the edge, and they no longer have margin in their life. Margin is a gift. Margin is necessary. You want to live every single month on less than you make. You do not want to put yourself in a position where you're spending every single dollar. It's okay if your budget says at the end of the month, I've got a zero base balance because you should, if that's the case, you should, and you're living with margin, you should be putting money away in savings, right? Your money should go into a savings account, right? Or into a sinking account so that you can survive these kind of moments. But they didn't do this. I've been clients of mine for 10 years and uh, now they've got a problem. And here's, here's what's interesting. Um, They'd kind of, they, they stopped meeting with me on a regular basis because things were going well. And I think part of it also was they bought those two cars. They didn't want me to know, Well, of course, when the doo-doo hit the fan, so to speak, 
the first thing they did was call me and say, what are we going to do? Uh, she's losing her bonus money, which is about a thousand dollars. It's actually a little more. It's like twelve or $1,500 a month. We're losing that. And that is going to put us in a bad, bad, bad situation financially. And all I could do was shake my head and say, you know, to myself, this is what happens when we forget to live intentionally and deliberately on the money we make. You need margin. You don't, because you know what the answer to this problem is? Go out and work more. Oh, you're not going to get a bonus anymore? You need another $1,200 a month for car payments and various other things? Guess what? You got to go work more. So one of them, I don't know which one, is going to have to go and make more money doing more work to the tune of about twelve or $1,300 a month. That's a miserable place to be in. Miserable place to be in. So it, it, the, the tip of the day today, and that's what I'm trying to get to in all of this, the tip of the day today is this. Please, please make yourself, make yourself live with margin in your life. Live on less than you make. Live on less than you make. Every single month, every single quarter, every single year, you want to live within your means. And you got to have Morgan, uh, Morgan margin in your life so that you can feel good about where things are when things take a nosedive. You got to have margin. So the money coach's tip of the day today is make sure, make sure you have margin in your life so that if ever you lose that business, that income from work or a portion of the income from your work, you are not, you are not in a position that we might call a pickle. You got me? So that's the money coach's tip of the day. Our quote of the day from our good friend, Carrie Savage Thank you, Carrie, as always, for providing me with these quotes. They're wonderful. This is a great one. Nothing else can quite substitute for a well-chosen, well-timed, sincere word of praise. Nothing else can quite substitute for a few well-chosen, well-timed, sincere words of praise. They are absolutely free, and they are worth a fortune. Sam Walton said that. Sam Walton. I, I didn't know Sam Walton personally, but my great-uncle Jack did. He was an FOS, a friend of Sam's, and I know from the stories that I heard from my Uncle Jack, uh, great Uncle Jack, that is, that uh, Mr. Walton lived this way. He was complimentary to everyone. He loved the people that worked in his stores. He loved the people who shopped in his stores, and this is a great bit of advice. Nothing else can quite substitute for a few well-chosen, well-timed, sincere words of praise. They are absolutely free and worth a fortune. If you manage people or if you're a husband or a wife or a parent, remember this today. Well-timed, sincere words of praise mean everything to the people who work with us and to the people we love. So take a minute and pay someone a compliment today. Take a minute and praise someone that you love, someone that works with you. Give them some praise. You watch the difference it makes in their lives. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Fran Halloran Show. Columbia's local talk radio experience. The Point. Now at 100.7 FM and 1470 AM. 
All right, we are back, and we have a a dear, dear friend of ours, a great supporter of The Point Radio, uh, Mr. Aaron Turnage on the line. Aaron, are you there? I'm here. How are you doing, Francis? Oh, it's great to talk to you today, sir. How are things in in the used car pro world? (laughs) Things are great. We're busy as can be, both at the repair shop and at the car lot. Is that right? Selling a lot? Very, very busy. Yes, sir. Selling steady and fixing them and constantly busy absolutely folks one of the things i love about aaron aside from the fact that his uh, car lot always has wonderful deals on it and his mechanic shop is second to none is that aaron is more than just a guy who wants to sell you a car or work on a car aaron really wants to be a resource for people aaron tell people what i mean by that you you are willing to go the extra mile that a lot of people aren't talk talk about that for just a minute well, I think I texted you the other day and said, Fran, I'm not going to talk about the car sales or the repair anymore on the radio because I've got too much business right now. And really what I want to do is just be available for people to help them make sure they get into a good situation. What I love to do is find good, inexpensive cars, and I love to keep people on the road you know, in their cars that they thought maybe they needed to get rid of. But we look over and say, look, you just need to do a little maintenance and things. I just love to help people stay out of debt. And what you preach about is, is what I believe in. And uh, that's what we do here. We sell inexpensive, good cars, and we, we also fix people's cars and sometimes talk them out of buying a car because it may be wiser for them to fix their car. So that's what I really want to help people do, and I, I just want to reach out and tell everybody, you can call me for advice, free advice on what to do if you're in a pickle with your car, if you got a potential issue or you're being told something at a shop or you're you know, out there shopping and don't know what you're looking at or don't know exactly how to compare things. I just I love helping people do that. So that's that's really what I like to do, friend. So, I, and you know I think that speaks it. to who you are, Aaron. You, you have a servant's heart, and uh, that's a wonderful uh, gift to have. And I want to make sure people understand exactly what you're saying here. So, what Aaron is saying, folks, is let's say you've got a car right now, and it might be 15, 16 years old, and you're wondering if spending $100 over the course of a year, a month. So maybe if putting $1,200 into this over the course of the next year is a wise investment. You can call Aaron and Aaron can give you some, some history, some background and some knowledge about whether or not it's time to continue to repair this car or maybe it's time to replace it. Is that what we're talking about here, Aaron? Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about on, on the repair A resource. Absolutely. Yeah. If somebody's, if, if a lot of people say, Hey, my car's old. It's not worth putting a thousand dollars into. And I always tell people, you know, maybe on a retail standpoint, it's not worth much more than that, but look at what you can replace it for. That's the reality what of what car's worth right now. And you're willing to do that for people when they're looking for a used car as well, right? Let's say I'm, I'm looking at, uh, let's say I'm looking at a Honda Accord, a Toyota Camry, a Mazda, whatever the equivalent sedan is, right? I don't remember what it's called mm-hmm. anymore. Um, you might be able to tell them, hey, think about this, think about that. With these different kind of cars, you might be able to give them some input, some 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 knowledge that they don't have about the history behind these cars, correct? Or the brand, I should say. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I've got years and years of doing this, and I certainly have my preferences based <laughs> not just on what I like, but on what actually works well and what ends mm. up, uh, being a good experience for people in the long run. And then for me too, when I buy cars and resell them with every car I resell, I learn something. Right. And then I turn around and I apply that to, to, 
my business ongoing? Do I want to keep buying that kind of car? Do I want to advise people in this direction or that direction based on that experience with the car? And when it comes to cars that are older with higher mileage that are generally under $10,000, I know just about what's out there entirely and what you should mess with and not mess with. And if you've got a car that, you know, somebody calls me and says, I'm looking at a thousand dollars worth of repairs. I might say, you're right. That car is not worth dealing with. It's not worth the potential gambles or, Hey, that car is worth it. Like for instance, last week, somebody called me with an old Toyota Avalon and I told them that Avalon great car is probably worth fixing. Yeah. Even though yep. it's got high miles, you know, the car, you believe in the car, you're comfortable with it. And it's due for a lot of maintenance. He was about to buy a $15,000 newer oh. Avalon. And I said, do you really need a newer Avalon or do you, are you tired of your old one? And he said, no, 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 I would much rather have it, but I just can't keep it because it needs work. And I said, wait a second, <laughs> let's talk about that because you got one of the best cars on the planet. Ever. I don't want to sell you a new car if I can fix your car and you can be happy with what you had. And that's exactly what he's doing next week. He's that's awesome. Yeah, we already went and checked it out for him, told him exactly what he needs to do. And he's excited to bring it in and spend Instead of fifteen thousand on a newer one, around two thousand to keep his older one on the road for probably at least another hundred thousand miles. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Now that is fantastic. That's value, Aaron. We we got to get going, but before we do, tell everybody how to find you, how to get in touch with you. Well, the best way to shop our inventory and to reach me is our website, confidentcashcars.com. Confidentcashcars.com. The best way to reach me on the phone to talk or even text is 803-853-4300. I'm happy to talk to anybody that's in the need of, of either car advice for repairs or just comparing what they're out there buying to make sure they get a good deal. I, I would love to speak to people that need help. So that's what I'm that's what I'm out here trying to do. Thank you, Aaron. Great to talk to you as always. We look forward to our next visit. Aaron Turnage, folks. Uh, folks, Turnage. Uh, Turnage Auto Care Center, Turnage Motor Company on Highway 1 in Lexington, 853-4300. Gosh, I hope I, yeah, uh, I hope I got that number right. I think I did. Uh, 853-4300. I, I have that in my brain, uh, but uh, one of the good guys. And, and give Aaron a call if you're in the market for either advice on buying a new car, a new used car, a newsed car as I like to call it, or you're wondering about whether or not you should put um, – more money into your car. I will tell you from a personal experience uh, that I drive a, a 2005 Toyota Sienna minivan and it has 283,000 miles on it, 283,000 miles on it. And it's a great van. It still rides like a dream. I drove it to Charlotte a couple weeks ago. I've driven it to various places uh, for business trips and personal trips. And I keep it on the road um, because uh, it still runs like a dream. Now, it costs me somewhere between $1,200 and $2,000 a year to maintain it. That's just the price of maintaining my car, right? And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the normal stuff. Uh, everybody, whether it's a new car with a payment or an old car without a payment, you're going to have to spend money on tires and brakes. That's not... That's not the stuff that you should worry about. No, no matter what kind of car you're driving, folks, you're going to spend money on maintenance and upkeep. They need oil changes. They need new tires. They need new brakes. What we're really getting concerned about as cars get older is whether or not they're going to leave us stranded on the side of the road. 
Um, and I know that my Toyota will not leave me stranded on the side of the road, knock on wood, because I do the, the maintenance and upkeep. And when something goes wrong with it, I fix it. So um, I got to tell you, I'm very happy to spend on average about $1,800 a year. That's averages out to be about $150 a month to have no car payment. I will gladly spend that on maintenance and upkeep on an older car to make sure I never have another car payment. So uh, I, I agree with Aaron and his mentality, and that's why he's a big uh, supporter of what we do here on The Point. He, his way of thinking and our way of thinking perfectly parallel one another. So uh, anyway, thank you uh, for Aaron. Aaron, thank you for giving us a call today. So um, we talked about the quote of the day. We've talked about the tip of the day. I got to get to the word of the day. And actually, today's word is a phrase. And for some of you, I know maybe you're thinking, oh, geez, this is getting old. It, You know what? For every one of you who think this is getting old, I'm getting communications from people who say, oh, I love your, your word of the day kind of thing. So we've been talking about a lot of different words over the last few weeks. Stay optimistic while you're on your road to financial freedom town. Be confident. Have guts. Have patience. Keep things in perspective. Stay motivated. Believe in what you're doing. Have persistence. Have integrity. Take action. Focus on what you're doing. Stay calm. Have some accountability. Find an accountability partner. Be generous when you can, right? Um, be intentional. Live by the plan. Today's word, as I said, is actually a phrase. I want you to keep hitting the rock. Think of your financial struggles as a rock, a big rock. If it's a big, if you've got a lot of financial struggles and every day you're banging away at that rock with a heavy sledgehammer and every day you're chipping off more and more of that rock, sooner or later, you're going to reduce that big old rock down to rubble. You got to keep hitting the rock every single day. Make good choices. Don't eat out. Don't order a drink if you do eat out. Bring your lunch to work. Don't buy expensive coffee. All those little things add up to lots of savings. Got to go. It's been a great hour. Thank you. Until next week, be intentional. Be intentional.